Let's start tonight by saying happy two-month anniversary. Yes, it's been two beautiful months since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade and committed the country to saving the lives of our most vulnerable, at least in some states, not snuffing them out, which is happening in a lot of other states. With that in mind, the media is here to save the day. Yes, college students return to campus without access to abortion. Oh, the horror! To address this, I'll need some help from my favorite documentary, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, did someone want to pretend to be an adult on their own and murder a bunch of infants? Did you? Did you? Where? Now, you'll have to fail out of a woman's studies degree without slaughtering babies. Oh, oh no. Oh, someone's going to have to get through that frat party with a condom this time. Oh, the horror. We feel so sad for you. And I say again, happy two-month anniversary to the overturn of Roe versus Wade. Remember, you can get your 624-22 merch at stewdoesmerch.com. Use the code STU10 to get 10% off your order. Stu Does America. BlazeTV.com slash Stu. The promo code is Stu to save 10 bucks off your subscription. If you're watching this video on YouTube, click like right now. I mean, I don't want you to force you, but I'm just saying it would be a, a, a good time to do it. Glenn Beck joins us today. He's going to bring, which I can only describe uh, as some porn with him, which is not uh, not comforting. We'll round up yesterday's primary election results for you, but we start by doing bride, uh, Biden's bribery, and this is basically what we're looking at today. Joe Biden is trying to bribe you into voting for him. He knows he's got a catastrophe potentially around the the corner when the election, and he's trying to buy off as many people as possible to minimize the damage. That is the long and the short of this. That is what he is doing. He tweeted this today, in keeping with my campaign promise, my administration is announcing a plan to give working and middle-class families breathing room as they prepare to resume federal student loan payments in January 2023. I'll have more details this afternoon. Here's the plan. Are you ready for it? It's pretty exciting. You get uh, 20,000 bucks off your debt if you uh, went to college on Pell Grants, which is a big chunk of the country, 10,000 if you didn't receive Pell Grants, so you got the grant and you're getting even more, okay. Uh, Forgiveness only applies to those earning less than $125,000. Your student loan pause, now remember, people haven't been paying student loans for multiple years now, uh, but uh, that pause is going to supposedly be extended only one more time, a final time, to December 31st, 2022. And if, if you have undergraduate loans, you can cap a repayment at 5% of your monthly income. He re- I mean, he went, there's a lot more to it than even what they tweeted. There is, you know, we talked about what this thing would cost. Really didn't take into account all the additional crap he piled in at the end, but it's going to be very, very expensive. And there's a bunch of reasons why this is bad. Number one is it's unfreaking constitutional. Okay? It's unconstitutional. This is not how our system of government operates. The President of the United States does not just get to, on a, on a whim, spend $300 billion. That is absolutely not how this country is constructed. That's not how this works at all. Charles C.W. Cook wrote about this. He said, if he did this, this is right before it was passed, or it was, I can't say it was passed because it wasn't passed, but right before he announced it, it would represent a middle finger to the Constitution, which vests legislative power in Congress, 
not the president. It would represent a middle finger to Congress, which has not given the executive branch the authority to give $10,000 each to millions of college students. Because that's not how any of this works, guys. You, you're supposed to actually go through the process a little bit. And that's another reason why you can't do this. It's illegal, okay? It is illegal. That's a problem. Now, the authority they claim to be able to do this comes from this uh, just riveting read, which I went through earlier today, 20 U.S. Code 1087A. The authority and how to go through, there's a bunch of crap in here, how to go through and can you forgive loans. And there are some reasons given uh, in the law that you can overturn loans. You know, there's, there's a few of them. But they're all spelled out very specifically. It's not everyone under an income level. That's not in there. This is just totally made up out of whole cloth. We know this because no, no uh, shorter figure of, uh, you know, of, of stature on the left as Nancy Pelosi even outlined for this, for, uh, this for us. This is just a year ago. She was out in front of everybody saying, hey, guys, uh, you can't do it this way. People think that the president of the United States is this more on the subject than you ever want to know? Will you let me know? <laughs> People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That would that has to be an act of Congress. I mean, could, it, could she be any clearer on this? This is the least drunk she's ever sounded. And here she is getting completely ignored. Now, I have not heard any journalist go up to Nancy Pelosi and say, hey, remember what you said about how he couldn't do that? Do you still believe this? Because I'm sure she's got some justification now to completely back uh, off of what she said just earlier. But like, what if the Biden administration, you know, itself were to come out and say, hey, we can't do this? Well, Shockingly, they tried to get authority to do, the, do it this way earlier. They asked the, the, uh, the Department of Education, and here's what they got. For these reasons, we believe that the secretary does not have statutory authority to provide blanket or mass cancellation, compromise, discharge, or forgiveness of student loan principal balances and or to materially modify the repayment amounts of, or terms thereof, whether due to COVID-19, the pandemic, or for any other reason. This is not some right-wing source. This is Nancy Pelosi and the Biden Department of Education saying, no, you can't do this. Did Biden care? No, he's doing it anyway because he is knowingly breaking the law and knowingly violating the Constitution. Now, if you go back and you look at the history of what impeachment was supposed to be for, you will find it is specifically this type of instance. Not, did he make a phone call to Ukraine? Not even, hey, do you think, uh, uh, you know, uh, he had sex with an intern? Not even January 6th. What they really were focusing on was when, when uh, executive leadership decided to completely ignore the Constitution and ignore standing law. That was what one of the big things impeachment was supposed to be used for. Yes, we all know the crimes and misdemeanors part of it. But this was all when, when they discussed this and how it would be utilized. This is the type of thing that they brought up. Now, I am under no appearances here. There's not going to be an impeachment, certainly now, over uh, of Joe Biden over this. 
But when the Republicans get in, I mean, if they do in this election, it's something to think about because he's just outwardly ignoring the Constitution and law. And he did it before. He ignored the Supreme Court with the uh, eviction ban stuff. And now he's doing it again here. This guy does not care about constitutional law uh, and order. He does not care. And that's a big problem from the president of the United States. So what other problems do we have with this uh, loan forgiveness plan? Well, it screws over people who actually decided to pay their loans. Is that you? Are you that dumb? Were you so stupid that you thought maybe you should work hard? Maybe you should save your money. Maybe you should make your payments on time. Are you that dumb? Are you one of those dumb people who thought maybe if you did the right things, you'd be rewarded for it? Oh, what a country you thought you lived in. Well, you don't live there anymore, okay? That's how, if you paid off your loans, you're a sucker. That is exactly what the Biden administration is telling you. And this is the type of thing that was brought up to none other than Elizabeth Warren not so long ago. Watch. I just want to ask one question. My daughter's getting out of school. I've saved all my money. She doesn't have any student loans. Am I going to get my money back? So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. No, it's not even like that. Of course we did. My buddy had fun, bought a car, went on vacations. I saved my money. He made more than I did. But I worked a double shift, worked extra. My daughter's work, she was 10. So you're laughing. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. We did the right thing, and we get screwed. I appreciate that. What a dummy, huh? Hmm. I guess that's how we're supposed to think of that guy. A guy who worked his ass off, worked two jobs, who paid off all of his loans while his friends went on vacation, while his friends bought a boat. While all that was going on, he worked hard to pay off his loans because he thought that was the responsible thing to do. And now the result of that is he's an idiot. He's the moron. He's the, he's the loser in this situation. People like Elizabeth Warren want to make the people who spent money on vacations and boats into the winners. So they get to spend all their money the whole time. And then when they weren't responsible to pay back that loan, they get it completely forgiven. And we'll get into the word forgiven here in a second because that's not right. But not only does it screw over people who paid their loans off already, it also screws over people who never took out loans. A lot of people, I, our own Glenn Beck, he's coming up here in just a little while, uh, couldn't go to college because he couldn't afford it. Uh, you know, despite what the left says, the guy's pretty smart. And he wound up getting accepted to classes. He went to Yale later on in life, though. Couldn't go at the beginning because he didn't have any money. He was poor, okay? He didn't have any money, and he didn't have any money to take out loans. And he said, you know what? Instead of paying, getting a bunch of debt on my ledger, I'm going to instead work hard and try to earn enough money to make, make it my own way. He didn't get the advantages of being in college. He didn't get that accreditation bonus. He didn't get any of that. He just worked really hard and, and did what he could to get through. Uh, a lot of people went that route. Think of it this way. Like you're, you're, uh, you're working at Subway with your friend back in high school. And your friend decides to go to college, takes out a big loan, owes a bunch of money. You instead say, hey, you know, I kind of like working at Subway. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep working here and then eventually take out a loan and buy my own franchise. And you buy your own franchise and you work as hard as you can and you're doing what you can to pay that loan back. He went to college. He's screwing off at college, getting drunk and hooking up while you're working at Subway, making, you know, Italian delights. And what happens? Do you get any relief from that loan? No. 
You, who are actually doing something for people, serving them sandwiches that they want, you get nothing. But your friend who went to college and is doing shots of Jägermeister, he's getting, uh, he's getting paid back for loans. Does that seem fair to you? Does that seem fair to anybody? Apparently it does. Uh, ben Shapiro had a, a crazy idea. This is, I, he's way off base here. I don't know where he came up with this. I have a controversial idea about paying off student loan debt. Don't take out debt you will likely be unable to pay off and don't ask others to pay off your debts. Uh, that's a crazy take. That's a crazy take. This is like when we went back through that period where everyone was saying things like um, uh, you know, loan, the predatory loans. What the hell is a predatory loan? Someone loaning you money is a predatory situation. You have to go there, ask for it, and then sign for it. That's not predatory. We are, our heads are backwards here. The people who do things right, the people who don't take giant risks, the people who go through life trying to do their best and stay within the lines and play by the rules, those people are the ones that get screwed. Remember the forgotten man? We talked about this back in the Tea Party era quite a bit. The guy who just kind of gets sit back there, you know, sits back there. He's not the poorest among us. He's not the richest among us. He's just sitting there facilitating all of his money going away to pay for everything else. That guy's the forgotten man. Well, how can this case be any clearer of, of, of evidence of that phenomenon? And I will say this, this is in a big group, but it also screws over, screws over people who haven't taken out loans yet. If you're going to college, you better sign up for that loan right now. You've got to the end of the year. If you're going next year, well, it's after the election, so you get nothing. This is a one-time deal. If you happen to be in the nice window where you weren't too early, so your loans are paid off, and you're not too late, so they haven't started yet. You have to be right in the middle where they're kind of paid off and then you get a bunch of free cash that is unconstitutional and illegal. Does this make a lot of sense? Does it make a lot of sense in this day and age, considering the fact that we are in an inflationary period because this is going to cause inflation? Yes, it will. Biden's student loan plans are caught in an inflation debate crosshairs, says The Hill. And of course, that's true because when you decide to spend a bunch of money that we don't have, on whatever this plan is, you're going to continue to further along these problems. You can't spend $740 billion uh, to, with, without getting, causing some inflation. You can't spend $280 billion on the CHIPS Act. You can't spend $1.9 trillion on the COVID relief. You can't spend $1.1 trillion on the uh, infrastructure plan. And you can't spend $300 billion or more on this plan without fueling inflation again. Larry Summers, who called the inflation from the COVID relief plan, the one that Biden did, has been mentioning this again. He says student loan relief, uh, debt relief spending, uh, that, that raises demand and increases inflation. It consumes resources that could be better used, helping those who did not, for whatever reason, have the chance to attend college. It will also tend to be inflationary by raising tuitions. And what's hilarious about this is there is no area of our economy where you see consistent inflation like the inflation that you see in our universities. Why is this? Let's look at the numbers. Overall, inflation from January 2000 to June 2021 is up about 60.1%. You see the, the uh, line on the chart, uh, the horizontal line there. All these lines going way above that line 
up into the 140, 160% area, college tuition and fees, and college textbooks. I also leave hospital services on there. Why? Because all of these have massive government uh, pieces of, fund, of their funding. A lot of the money that goes to these things come from the government. And of course, the government is backing these loans. So why wouldn't you jack the cost of a loan up? If you're going to get a job that is going to pay you $40,000 a year, and you go and the, uh, the cost of college is $200,000, most people would say that's kind of a bad investment. Maybe you shouldn't go to that college. But you know what? The college doesn't care because it knows all of these loans are backed with no sensibility whatsoever by the U.S. government. So they can do whatever they want. They get all of their money. This debt cancellation doesn't mean the, the, the college isn't getting their money. No, no. It doesn't mean that the United States government isn't getting its money. No, no. It means that you're paying it. Here is, by the way, if you want to look just to give you a bigger highlight of this, let me give you all the things on this chart. This is the entire chart. A bunch of squiggly lines. I'll help you out if you're on podcast or if it's a little too small. Maybe you're watching it on your flip phone. Uh, At the very top, you see hospital services, college tuition and fees, and college textbooks being the things that have inflated more than anything else in our economy. Below that, medical care service and child and nursery school. What are you noticing about those things? What are you noticing about all of these things? These are things that are heavily influenced by government subsidy. Uh, Hourly wages, housing, food and beverages are the other things. What about the other stuff at the bottom? New cars, household furnishing, clothing, cell phone services, computer software, toys, TVs. None of those things are subsidized by the government. At least most of them. There is an Obama phone or two stuck in there, but generally speaking, your cell phone is not typically paid for by the government. And what I'm saying there is that when you put in a plan like this, where you spend tons and tons of money and guarantee loans, you are an idiot if you don't jack up prices. These universities get lots of blame. What the heck should they be doing? Of course they're going to jack up prices. They know that people will pay anything because they don't care. It's not real money. You go in there with a well below market um, rate for borrowing, And then at the end of the day, when you get down towards the end of your payments, they just clear it all out for you. Does that make any sense? Uh, Canceling student debt would undo the reconciliation bill's deficit reduction. This is great because the Inflation Reduction Act, which will not uh, reduce inflation, is now, of course, going to be wiped out by this. Why? Well, here it is. For giving $10,000 for each borrower with income below $125,000 would add $330 billion to the deficit. This would wipe out the purported deficit reduction from the Democrats' reconciliation bill, the so-called Inflation Reduction Act. The Congressional Budget Office estimated that that law would reduce the deficit by $305 billion over the next 10 years. Got that? So basically the whole thing that was being sold by the media, that this was going to take out our debt, it was going to lower our debt, it was going to be a responsible bill. Before any of the pieces of that bill are enacted, they've already spent all the money. All of it. It's all gone with a a strike of a pen today from stupid Joe Biden. It's already all gone. And can we take on the media here for one freaking second? It is absolute media malpractice how this happens all the time. They act as if that $300 billion that was going to be saved from the Inflation Reduction Act was real. When we all knew 
that almost immediately they would spend that money on something else. Everybody knows it because they do it every time. They don't always do it with a strike of a pen a week later. Sometimes they wait like a month. Sometimes they wait two months, but they always do it. And the fact that we had to sit through months of listening to their bullcrap about how this is going to lower the deficit. And then, as we all knew, what happens two weeks later, they spend all of the money they supposedly saved from this bill. It was always fake. We said it was fake from the beginning, but nobody in the media would tell you the truth. It is an absolute disgrace. So what else is wrong with this? Well, there's plenty more. It's helping the most privileged. Look, I don't like government spending. I don't want... 90% of the programs we have. But if we're going to have a program that is going to spend tons and tons of your money, it should at least go to the most needy people out there. People maybe in poverty or the diseased orphan found on the street corner. Okay, can we spend it there? No, no. We have to spend it on people who have the highest incomes and who have the highest uh, uh, prospects for income, and in addition to that, have the lowest unemployment rate. Does this make any sense at all? Uh, Logan Dobson tweets, saying the debt is canceled means that it makes it seem victimless. It just goes away. It doesn't. They're making you pay for it instead of the people who took out the loans. Charles C.W. Cook responds, yeah, this is correct. The people with the lowest unemployment rate in the country took out the loans, spent them, and received a product for the money. Joe Biden intends to violate his oath of office to transfer the liability for repayment to the people who didn't do any of that. And that's our last point here. It is not debt forgiveness it's redistribution of wealth. If I, were to, uh, if I were to take out a loan, and I were to take out a loan from Glenn, Glenn was going to loan me some money, and, I, and then after a month he said, hey, Stu, you're the greatest guy in the world. You don't have to pay me back. That's loan forgiveness, okay? Because the hit is going to Glenn, who's loaning out the money. In this case, that's not what happens at all. The college is going to get their money. The government is going to get their money. The person who borrowed the money isn't going to have to pay it back. You're going to have to pay it back. You, you're the person who had nothing to do with this at all. The person who was at home doing their thing, working their ass off. You're going to have to take money out of your bank account. And you're going to have to give it to people who you don't know, who took out loans to go to college and can't pay their loans back, despite the fact that they're paying like 1% on the loan. How is this possibly make any sense to anyone. It is a terrible violation of whatever unity we're supposed to have as a country. You don't, when you take out a loan, you take out a loan with some sort of idea of how that's going to play out. Okay. You're going to go to college. You're going to pay it back over a long period of time. There are a million different ways to defer your loans, to delay the payments. You're paying under market rates. Everything is set up in the favor of someone who has taken out a college loan. And you might say, well, you know, I didn't get a good enough job. Some people didn't, you know, that sucks, honestly. And those people probably just need to pay for that with their credit. That's what the credit system's for. We already have a system that handles all of this. But to ask people from all across the country to pool their money to pay back the loan that you took out is disgraceful. It's disgraceful. And you know what? 
If you're the one getting back the 10,000, as many people in the audience will, because many people are stuck with these loans and don't hit these income uh, limits, it's not your fault. You didn't even ask for it. You'll, it'll be great to get some money back from the government, but the bottom line is other people are going to have to pay for it. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, uh, you know who else thinks it's ridiculous? The NAACP president. Mm-hmm. He bashes the Biden's reported plans on student debt relief. And this, he's basically saying didn't go far enough. The NAACP says, if you don't go far enough, you're actually only helping white people and not helping black people. Now that, I will say his, his, his analysis of this is not very good. But when the NAACP came and complained about Joe Biden's bill, do you know what Joe Biden's response was? It was this, the white power symbol. He gave the white power symbol in the middle of his speech. Not only does Joe Biden not know how to be president, not only is he senile, not only is he spending all of your money and causing inflation and ruining the economy and everything else he's touching, he's also a white supremacist. (laughs) If you happen to be a carnivore, you happen to probably want to know where your meat comes from. Well, when you order it through Moink, you are getting it from small family farms all across the country. And when I say the country, I mean this country. And that means that you can help save family farms and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement today. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did, and as a result, their meat tastes like it should because, you know, the family farm does it better. Listen, I don't eat meat myself. You probably know that by now, but my family does. In fact, when I'm out on the grill, I'm the grill guy. I'm the guy doing that. I'm, I've got my, uh, my hey dude shoes on. I'm doing dad jokes and I, I'm at the grill. That's what I do. Uh, I want the best stuff for them. And the Moink difference is a difference you can taste. And they love the Moink meats. And I know you will as well. Plus, you're helping family farms stay independent. Keep America farming by going to uh, moinkbox.com slash stew right now. Listeners to this show get free filet mignon in every order for a year. It's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste. But it's for a limited time. M-O-I-N-K box.com slash stew. It's moinkbox.com slash stew. Moinkbox.com slash stew. I'm joined now in studio by the one and only Glenn Beck. Yes, he has a brand new special coming up tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, right after this stupid show. It's called Weaponized Government. How the raid on Mar-a-Lago is an attack on us all. Glenn, thank you for coming to the program today. I noticed you dressed up. You got a suit on. Yes. Yeah, you, you sure do. I look, and you look great. Thank you. You know, very mm-hmm. few people respect this show enough to dress up. I'm usually the only one dressed up. I didn't really dress for your show. I'm here really against my will. What is it you want to talk about, Stu? I'd like to talk, first of all, about your special tonight. It's a, Good. How is uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago a raid and, and a threat of, to us all? It's good. What? It's good. It's the... The, the show? The raid on Mar-a-Lago is good? Oh, that, that was bad. Okay. But the show on it tonight is good. Okay, good, good. Um, <laughs> I am very interested to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to see your special tonight. Yeah. Um, I also was interested in, the, in, a, in a conversation we had on radio today. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> in regards. Millions of people probably were as well. Yes, I thought yeah. so. Uh, this is about a school district. Well, this is happening all over the country, I suppose, mm-hmm. but it's a school district here in the area. <laughs> I just can't do What is it? it? 
Uh, there's a school district here mm. in the area. Yeah. They're talking about banning books. The national attention that's come to this topic has been they're trying to ban Anne Frank's diary, um, all sorts of things. The liberals have been able to position this as if uh, it's hateful and they don't want kids to learn anything. Mm-hmm. You found out something different. I did. You did. And what was that? Um, that that's not true. And why isn't it true? Because they're liars. Who, who are liars? Mm, teachers, mm, press. Teachers are liars. How, how are they lying in this particular in- instance? They're lying about what's banned. Right. So what, in what way have they lied about? Good God, this is going to go on forever. Uh, <laughs> All right. Tell me about uh, Gender Queer, because this is your new book. Uh, it's uh, available now. No, uh, it's in, not. In it's strange that you have it. Uh, I brought it. Uh, and you snatched it up and wanted to read it. So <laughs> it why don't you me. share with the audience what's in there? Okay, here we they're go. Saying no, that we're, no, I can't They're do that. saying that, you know, they're banning the Bible and they're banning, <laughs> you know, Could To Kill a Mockingbird and yes. Anne Frank. Not true. Not true. Not true. They're saying those things to take attention off of what the book is that they are trying to get rid of. Yeah, and we went through this today. It's, it says, genderqueer, a memoir... What could be harmful about that? Teen readers is right on the on the front, and you um, you you marked off some pages here, which I will not open up to, for the audience to see because they are. I mean, it's just cartoon. I will tell you that I think you should because I mean, you know, get the kids out of the room. Nobody watches this show anyway, so <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. No, it's, it's really. I mean, somebody's so pressing play. The probably that's nursing homes, whatever. Okay. People have shut-ins. We did hire a, a hospice, a, a sweatshop in the Philippines yeah, to just whatever. click play over and over. So, again. but I think you should show it because people should say. I, I know when I saw it, hearing about it is one thing. Yeah, it is. Seeing it is another. I mean, I. I, I, I mean, know. you don't need to show the the boy menstruating. Yeah. Which boys don't that doesn't mentor. happen. That doesn't happen. No. And I will if, say it's a blood. It's very. It could be a scene from Breaking Bad. It's very yeah. gory. And if it's, uh, you know, if your son is bleeding from that. there, you might want to call the hospital. Yeah. Don't don't read a book about it. Go right to the Go hospital. Right to the if hospital. If you have a boy that's that that's happening to. Uh, I'm trying to find one of these pages you've marked that I can show. Uh, I can show this one. This is. Uh, sure. No. Uh, I mean, I, it's mostly words, but I'll show you this. This is a. Uh, this is a, if you see this, this device here, this is a uh, sex toy. Mm-hmm. They've now cut away from the close-up. Look at this. They've cut away. There it is. Uh, you got a sex toy here. Zoom in. No, you don't need to zoom in. <laughs> um, and it is a, a sex toy that would be typically, um, traditionally, Glenn, if we're going to go to traditionalism, uh, traditionally used by a woman. Mm. Uh, and it is a... I think a boy, although it could be a woman posing as a boy, I will say a girl posing as a boy, that is the main thrust of the book at times. Um, But how to get that, how much it costs, how to use it, what it might do to you. I don't know if it's going to make you bleed terribly. No, it'll make you bleed downstairs. If your boy is doing that, he would be bleeding. Yeah. Uh, But there would be an explanation, and it is not menstruation. I could tell you the other pages I absolutely cannot show you. That was the only yeah, no, one it's, it's, that I could show it you. It is horrifying. That's K through 12. K through 12. K through 12. And who would you say that's made for? Just on the style of the yeah, book. Yeah, it's a kid's, it's a comic book. It's a kid's book. book. Right? It's a book, it's not aimed, I mean, you're a junior, senior in high school, you're not reading a book like this. This is, uh, you know. No, you might be just to just snicker and laugh content. and go, oh my gosh. I'm saying, uh, stylistically, this is not the book you'd seek out. No, it's this big is K words. through 12. Yeah, it is. So, 
the, the idea here is that they are trying to make the controversy about To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes. We don't even know if these books are going to be banned, right? No. And we don't know who nominated them to be banned. So you can go to KellerISD.com or Gov or whatever it is. That's the place where the controversy is happening right now. But it's happening all over the country. And they say very specifically how the system works. You don't have to leave your name. You can just say, oh, yeah, I'm calling in because I think the Bible should be uh, burned. Right. And so the Bible makes the list. No name, no complaint, nothing. Just that book is on the list. Open nomination process. Open nomination. So I... Uh, You know, we all know those conservatives hate the Bible so much. Uh, You know, so you can say anything. These Kill a Mockingbird, if it's on the list, who do you think is saying we shouldn't read it? The Nazi that you probably don't have as a neighbor down the street or somebody trying to make a point that your school district is so racist they don't want to kill a Mockingbird. Because there's no... Who... Who did that? All we want is common sense. That's it. Just common sense. Common decency. Don't share that with my kid. Mm -hmm. I don't want that in my kid's reach at the library. And if you want to do that, fine. I'm out. I'm not paying for it. I'm not paying for it. It seems like a very basic request. And again, what would be the argument, Glenn, to keep... Hardcore pornography out of a library if this is allowed. What, what would be? I don't know what the argument. No, there would is be. no argument. It's just. I mean, if you want to have this free expression, everything goes thing. Well, then you can. You know, you can have that, but that would allow everything. It would allow the anarchist cookbook. Why yeah. would? Why would you keep that out? You wouldn't. It tells people how and to look. I'm not for banning this book. I'm not for burning this book. No. You want to print it? You want to sell it? That's fine. I'm not going to buy it. What I well, am. You did buy it, let's to be clear. You did buy it. <laughs> no, it was actually given to me. So Somebody bought it. Somebody bought it. So <laughs> here's the thing. Um, that's fine. Right, right. But I don't want to pay for it and have it in the school with my children. No. No. And they'll say, well, then you should go to a private school. Well, I'm lucky enough to be able to do that. How about all of the kids that their parents don't have the ability to send. They're paying for that school. Don't we have some say in what we're paying for? I'm telling you, the teachers unions have got to be getting that. We've got to rid ourselves of these teacher unions. This is where this is all coming from. This in the Department of Education, they should be abolished. Hmm. I will say, too, I don't think ever, certainly ever, we've talked to plenty of teachers who are opposed to this stuff. And a lot of them have been the whistleblowers that have alerted America to it. You know, there are a lot of good teachers out there, but they get sucked up into these unions. And what do they do? I mean, they're told they, ha- they, they're you don't told have, they have to. to be. They have you to be don't have unions. to be. You don't have That's to be. That's what the union tells them. <laughs> you know what? If you really care about our children, read that book and tell me that's not poison for the children. Tell me it's not poison. Tell me what they're doing in America that they've already stopped in Finland and Sweden and Norway and England. Mm. Tell me that what Seattle Hot Child's Hospital with nine-year-olds, tell me that that is good for children. It's not good for children. And if you think it is good for children, you shouldn't be teaching anyway. Mm. And there comes a time where you have to stand up. Yep. You have to stand up. 
we were talking about this a little bit off the air earlier in that, like, we really do have this two-tiered society that is being created where, you know, you have uh, some people who can afford to send their kids to private school, who can look to the best communities that might be able to have the best school systems, and then other people who are just victimized by their geographical location. Oh, this is this is awful. My kids can read. My kids can read because I've sent them to private school because I can afford to do that. Hmm. You go into the inner city of Dallas. They're not reading. Why? Because their parents are trapped in that system. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely. How are we on the losing end of this? I don't know. And those poor people in these communities that are trapped there are still paying taxes that go to fund these schools. They are paying for this terrible uh, education, and they can't even choose the school that they go to. There's, there's got to be a, I mean, look. Well, there is, there is. And here is the really good news. Look at the elections from Florida last night. They actually voted for their school board um, during mm. the primaries, okay? So there was the primary and an election mm-hmm. going on. Most people don't ever show up for school board. Right. They flipped a lot of school boards. Miami-Dade is now a conservative-run school board. That's incredible. That's incredible. Incredible. People, it's why we talk today. Liz Cheney, she would bring Joe Biden's uh, points if she was involved in the 2024 election as an independent. She would bring Joe Biden's uh, percentage down from 43 to like 35, all right? Donald Trump only lose two points to Liz Cheney. Mm. That shows me that there's a good number of people who vote for Democrats that do not want this crap. They don't want Biden. They don't want. They don't want. They were promised a moderate. Mm -hmm. Okay. This gender queer. That's not moderate. Mm. That's not moderate. All right. Well, uh, his new book is available now. It's called Gender Queer. Glenn Beck. Uh, You can pick it up. I, I, I don't think it's appropriate for kids, but. You know, that's this is what he's shilling here on the program. So we've, we've got to promote this it. Gender, never want to gender queer. It's a again. memoir. I'm so glad that people don't watch it. From I'm Glenn just, Beck. Pick it up now if you dare. Glenn, uh, the special is going to be great tonight. and I can't wait to uh, see it. Uh, Charles Grodin opened up just a little bit on the show today. And we, we yes, appreciate that. Uh, stay tuned. It's 9 p.m. Eastern right here on The Blaze. <laughs> Weaponized government. How <laughs> the raid on Mar-a-Lago is an attack on us all. We didn't learn much about the special, so it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> BlazeTV.com slash Stu. The promo code is Stu. Two months ago today, the Roe versus Wade decision overturned the Dobbs case. Now the law of the land. Yes, it's true. There was a big um, which show was it? I think it might have been. You know, I get I get paid to um, listen to really annoying podcasts and news broadcasts. So I was listening to something called uh, maybe it was the it might have been the Daily. I can't remember. It was one of these shows, and it was this terrible story about how. Uh, abortionists are having a difficult time. They're having this real tough time. You know, these people keep coming across the border uh, from state to state, and they have to keep telling them, uh, hey, you know, sorry, you're going to have to go to another state. You're going to have to drive like an hour to get your abortion. And, and, and what that must do to a young parent. They just want to kill their kid, and they have to drive an hour? I mean, think of the gas prices right now. Luckily, though, it's like a gas. It's basically like a tax cut from Joe Biden. Now that the gas prices have come down for like five bucks to four bucks. It's basically like a tax cut. That's a whole different situation, though. Uh, 62422 was the date 
that it was overturned, and we have the merch for you to celebrate it. I know a lot of you have ordered already. Thank you so much for doing that. It helps support the show, and it helps support this cause uh, because you're showing that off, and you're letting people know that that date, that date does stand out to you. It's an important one in our history. You can get it at stewdoesmerch.com, stewdoesmerch.com. The code is stew 10 to save 10%. A couple of updates from last night's primaries. You had uh, Florida, which was, I don't know, it's relatively uneventful. I mean, I didn't think there was anything super interesting yesterday, but you did have Charlie Crist, America's most shameless politician, win in his race against a far left sort of AOC type candidate for the gubernatorial nomination for the Democrats. Yes, I know it's hard to keep track of what party Charlie Crist is in today. Today, he is a Democrat. So we'll see how that goes, how long that one lasts. Uh, who knows? It could be up to a month, I think, before he changes parties. He will go on, of course, and get slaughtered most likely by Ron DeSantis in the uh, actual election. Uh, you also had New York, that weird thing with redistricting where uh, Maloney and Nadler went head to head to sitting Democratic Congressman, and Jerry Nadler's always sitting. I don't mean like he's sitting in the seat, but he's actually never stands up. When he does, you will see his pants are jacked up to his armpits. Uh, if you do want to have some fun today, Google Jerry Nadler pants. It's really fun. Uh, just just telling you. Uh, he wound up winning easily, though, over Maloney. There's also an election you might not have heard of, uh, Maxwell Alejandro Frost. Yes, he's a 25-year-old gun violence prevention advocate. And he's backed by Bernie Sanders. And he's set to become the first Gen Z member of Congress. Wow, this is going to work out really well. I'm sure this generation is going to be freaking awesome. Uh, he won the primary, which, of course, means you, you know, this is the way Congress works in most districts. Whoever wins the primary wins the election. So this basically was the election. It's a hardcore Democratic area. And, of course, he's going to win. He says he's a member of the mass shooting generation. And I just I love when politicians, you know, build their campaigns on the backs of dead children. I think it's a really an excellent thing. Beto O'Rourke is doing it, of course, here in Texas. And uh, apparently Ma Maxwell Alejandro Frost is as well. He says a story uh, in 2016, he had a brush with gun violence at a Halloween event in downtown Orlando. He said, we all started running. And then he remembered he had to pick up his friend who froze on the ground. So his, his uh, reason to be elected is that he left his friend lying on the ground in the middle of a shooting. So um, it's, a, it's a qualification. All right. So just uh, youngest congressman ever is going to be coming in here, or at least currently uh, coming in here in uh, just a, a few months. And totally unrelated, young adults are using marijuana and hallucinogens at the highest rate on record. It's not a related news story. It's totally unrelated. Back in a second. Rate the show, review the show, follow the show, do all the things, subscribe. We appreciate it. Of course, uh, five stars is the appropriate number of stars. Stupid show. I love this stupid show. Always full of great information and love the sarcasm. Keep it up. Some people would be uh, upset if they're associated with sarcasm. Not me. I, I freaking love it. I've always loved it. 
Uh, Michael Davis writes in, super informative about the candidates in primaries and elections throughout the nation. Great job to you and your investigative team. Thank you so much. That was last night's show. Make sure you check it out. It is, uh, you know, kind of a rundown on the Senate, the House. We go through all of it. Um, Always great stuff, Stu, regarding Republicans. I'm fairly pessimistic myself. Boring-ass Mitch really, really, really needs to adios. Hang in, good Stu. Love your work. Thank you so much. Uh, Every time I see AEC in the comments, that stands for Algorithmic Engagement Comment, because we need your algorithmic engagement comments. Uh, It reminds me of AOC, and then I go straight to how is Alexandria a victim today? Now that's going to be stuck in your head, too. Oh, always a tragedy.